are your team. My name is the team from South Africa, and you are listening to the early show coming to you all the way from. We'll find out if it's sunny in South Africa, but I know it's still the sun to come out in New Jersey. So, should we say anything on the program that strikes a chord, interests you, or heaven help us, cause you to choke on your morning bagels? Please let us know. Our calling telephone number is 844-527-8723. And the Crusader Stadium chat room is always open for your commentary, as well as the crusadechannel.com backslash chat. All early shows are available the same day as podcasts at the crusadechannel.com. So good morning, good morning on the 16th of November, 2023. We're a week away from Thanksgiving. Can you believe it? The time has flown. The year has just flown by. We're basically towards the end of the year. Um, in South Africa, we call it silly season. Yeah, I know it's the holiday season. But in South Africa, it's more of a holiday than you guys here in the U.S. Because, um, yeah, there's school. You know, the, the only time there's like a break, it's between Christmas and New Year's. It's a couple of days next week. Um, but it's but everyone is like in a in a in a good mindset. You know, people are in the the holiday mindset. But in South Africa, it's it's even better because schools close for the year. Um, basically, that first week of December, our school year in South Africa starts from January to to December, and it's like the summer holidays. So there's a good six week break for school from December through to January. Um, construction. And industry and manufacturing and fabricators all close for their annual break during December. So what that means is that 90% of the country is on holiday, except for the retail market, that is. Um, which actually works really well for the, the companies because they give everyone leave over that period. And it's usually a four-week four week break. Um which helps South Africa with the load shedding over December. Um, there's two theories to that. The one theory is that because manufacturing is closed, there's not such a high demand, so we don't need load shedding. But I'm going to go with that the guy who switches the button is also on holiday. <laughs> so, yeah. So, this is um, – that, that's that's why I say it's this time of the year as we get closer to, to, to the holidays, get closer to Christmas – um, in the in the Catholic Church, we're a couple of weeks away from the end of the year for the liturgical calendar, and we go into the season of Advent in preparing ourselves, our hearts, our minds, our souls for the birth of Christ, for the, the Savior of the world. Um, and uh, it, it's really such a, um, a special time. And I'm going to admit I'm a little bit envious of the Americans because um, in South Africa, because like I told you, our school year ends in December, and catechism or CCD, as you guys call it, yeah, in South Africa will end in October. So growing up, we did very little on Advent, actually, very little on Advent. It's what what happened in mass. That was it. So in terms of being taught what it's all about, what is Advent, what we should do during Advent, etc. We get very little of that. Uh, the liturgical calendar is definitely put together using the Northern Hemisphere um, um, dates and stuff because we have all the ordinary time basically during July and August, um, which is the time where, where everyone is on vacation here in the U.S. So like that, it, it makes more sense. And we didn't really do much on Advent. So... We, we don't, you know, in South Africa, we struggle with Advent in the, in, the sen in the sense where we don't know what it's actually all about, what we're supposed to be doing. And it's so similar to Lent, you know, in terms of fasting and praying. But Lent is the, you know, is the main one. And, and it's the same thing, yeah. Um, but there's still a little bit more that you do on Advent in, in, the, in the U.S. So, yeah, so thank you for joining me. I'm hoping my brothers in South Africa will join me. I'm trying to get hold of them on um, over WhatsApp and just saying, hey, boys, what's happening? You're leaving me hanging. Um, so hopefully one of them will, will join me. But anyway, we'll, we'll continue. We'll continue with what our message is 
today. But before we continue, let's look at what the national calendar has because the, nothing completes our show without having, having a national day, but there's got to be something to do with food because then there's nothing interesting to talk about. Um, so let's see what we have here. Oh, we have World Pancreatic Cancer Day. It's the third Thursday, November, which is today. And, um, yeah, I think, um, you know, I think in, in, in terms of cancer, um, obviously no for, for ladies. And I think October was month uh, Breast Awareness Month. Um, I think breast, breast cancer is one of the, the biggest forms of cancer, specifically in women. And then I think when it comes to men, pancreatic cancer is the one that um, – they really go really um you know is the one that that's there all the time you hear it all the time so we continue to offer prayers for all cancer sufferers um and we continue to pray for um for now like as you said this today is pancreatic anyone suffering from pancreatic cancer and i have to admit I, uh, again one of the things that i really think is good in the in the u.s is preventative care um you know when you get a certain age every five years you go do a colonoscopy or you, you know, do something to check it out to prevent it. And I think that goes a long way in treating, in treating it. Um, although I have to admit, I did it for the first time. And when I told my friends in South Africa, please pray for me, I'm going for this. They're like, oh, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I was like, no, it's just preventative care. Um, that's why I'm going through. But just pray that, that there's nothing there, you know. And uh, yes, I praise and thank the Lord that there was nothing there. Um but what I gotta say is that that thirty to forty minute um, procedure was an awesome sleep. Oh man, it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. So, um, so yeah. But uh, like I said, I think I take my hat off to the US about preventative care. I think it goes a long way in treating a lot of illnesses and making sure people people remain um, healthy. And I've seen it um, this last weekend. We we celebrated in the US uh, Veterans Day. Um, and you know, seeing that November is the month of Thanksgiving, you know, giving thanks, and we had Veterans Day, and I was at a a, a Man Up South Jersey conference, and because it landed on the 11th of November, they they went with a theme about veterans and thanking the veterans, and we had some speakers. One was a, a general from Washington, and another gentleman was the chaplain of the Coast Guard, um, who is currently both of them are currently serving 35 years in in service but what i what i like about it is that um you know we give thanks for those that that um served those that gave their life for freedom for freedom that we have that we experience today as we can see what's happening in ukraine and russia we can see israel and palestine you know they've never really truly been free there's always been something there i mean we still got a lot of dictators around the world um but yeah, in the U.S., we, we, you know, democratic and a free free country, although sometimes it's not always free. Um, I think it's, you know, everyone's got their own opinion, but your opinion doesn't count, so you're not free to share your opinion, um, especially in terms of faith, especially in terms of the Catholic Church. It's, it's really tough. But, um, but we can still celebrate Mass. No one's knocking on our door saying you can't celebrate Mass, like in some countries. So we are truly free, but it's really really great to to um to just remember and why i say about the veterans and stuff is because i mean we in my parish we have a, one of the veterans that's over 100 years old um so in the u.s longevity of life is definitely there i mean in south africa in the 40 odd years that i lived there <clears throat> i met and witnessed one person turning 100 but in my four almost five years, yeah, four years, almost five years in the U.S. At my parish, um, I think we've had three or four people turn 100, and a lot more people than I can count, over 90, um, a lot of people, 80. I mean, even in South, I mean, just to give you an idea, guys, in, in South Africa, the average age is, <laughs> it's, it's 57. Um, that's the, the average age in South Africa is 57. The 60s is definitely, if you make it to 60s, it's, it's definitely, um, um, uh, you know, a, a, a period, a period that a lot of people, unfortunately, do not survive. Um, my dad was one of them. Um, may his soul rest in peace. Um, 
and uh, if you make it past the 60s, get to 70s, then you know you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna go for a long innings. Um, but still, when I say long innings, maybe towards the end of the 70s, early 80s, that's about it. Eh? Um, I mean, just so you know, retirement age in South Africa is 65. Um, but people start taking voluntary voluntary retirement retirement from when they're 57. I mean, if you just listen, yeah, those ages, you think, whoa, how is that even possible? But um, that's where it is. Look, the average age is a lot is is very low, um, unfortunately, because of the AIDS epidemic that we that we have in Africa and in South Africa, it brings it down. I mean, at one stage, about seven eight years ago, our death rate was was worse than our our death rate was higher than our birth rate, um, and you know, and that was before COVID, which wiped out. A, a lot more people in a much quicker period but thank goodness um south africa has turned it around now we have more births and deaths now um but it's still crazy in south africa absolutely crazy i know yeah um if i give you some stats about specifically murders in south africa you guys will think it's like a war zone um and then we're only talking about israel and uh and the ukraine yeah it's a a lot of a lot of people in like a very short space of time but if you go look at the numbers of murders in South Africa over a year, um, how we don't have civil war in South Africa, or how people are surviving in a in a in a crime a crime country like the like it is would be will be dif will be difficult. But anyway, back to the national days. Um, there's a international check your wipers day, and I think I know why that is because we headed for the wet season, snow season. So you want to make sure your wipers are good. I think with that, and something we've learned is we've kept a couple of blankets in the car. And also we've learned to try keep our gas tanks as full as possible. Um, so that if you do get stuck in the snow, you've got a warm blanket to, blanket to keep you warm. And you've got gas in your car to keep your car running. Um, and keep the heater going in case you get stuck in traffic or you get stuck in the in a massive snowstorm um so yeah it's not just check your wipers it's check your tires put blankets and make sure you've always got gas also today is international day for tolerance um you know that's tolerance for accepting everyone um that one is definitely one we we gotta look at we gotta be accepting we gotta be loving to everyone and accept everyone as they are but when people cross the line by imposing their differences or their tolerances on you and then they say you are not being tolerant um is where they're crossing the line it's going to be both ways um but yes we do celebrate or not celebrate we do remember and pray for all those that are prejudiced i mean tolerance in in there's some countries being a lady is so difficult you got no rights you got you got no say nothing that that's also part of this this international day for tolerance <laughs> well for women's rights um um etc so we we continue to pray for that it's also rural health day um oh it's national indiana day and then there's mad taiwan on for safety holiday campaign um so obviously yes it's from now from november 16th to december 30th it's all about the safety campaign. People do a lot of traveling, especially next week. People, a lot of people go to to their families over Christmas and Thanksgiving. So a lot of flying, a lot of traveling. And then the weather doesn't play its part. So we do pray that everyone, you know, just just um, travels, travels safely. Um, so that's really, really great. Um, so yes, today, um, so there's nothing on food. Can you believe it? But you, But you know what? Let me do this. Next week, Thursday, I don't believe being Thanksgiving that we're going to be on air. So maybe on the Crusader Stadium chat room, let's share, um, let's share some stories or you guys can share some pictures. And I know you guys have got some amazing pictures. And Maggie, I think this one is, you, you're going to be excited about this one. Seeing that next week, Thursday is Thanksgiving. What are the like, you have to have on a thanksgiving table besides a turkey because we know you gotta have a turkey but what are the the the, the side plates or the side dishes that you need to have to accompany that turkey that takes forever to cook 
um, <laughs> and forever to consume. <laughs> My sister-in-law has invited us over. We're quite a few of us. She's, she's bought herself, I think, a 23 or 24-pound turkey. That's one big bird um, to share among us. The problem is it only comes with two drumsticks. So out of the, like, 19, 20 of us, only two people. So we have a, a little competition on who gets the drumsticks. <laughs> um, luckily, I, I like drumsticks, but I'm also a wing person, so no one usually fights for the wing, so I usually get I get a wing or two, so that's cool. Um, but, yes, I see that on the chat room, I've just gone into it, I see uh, Maggie has um, posted a picture. We have a brand-new Crusader baby, meet Gisela Miller. Oh, absolutely beautiful. Um, baby number six for the beautiful Miller family. Maggie, is um, is this your family, um, or is this just someone that's, that listens to the Crusade channel? Um, but, wow, look at that. Um, what a beautiful picture, family picture that they have there. Absolutely amazing. May that family... May that family be absolutely blessed. What a beautiful gift over this time of Thanksgiving. Um, and Maggie has responded saying this is a listener family. So we pray for the family and we give thanks for the newborn baby. Giselle, that she may um, be an absolute blessing for the family and for all her siblings um, and for the extended family. Thank you for that. So yes, Maggie. So yeah, Maggie and, and I know Dr. Torres, when he gets online shortly, will... Um, He's always got some amazing pictures to post, but open to all of you guys. Teach me as an as a as a, a young um, or new um, visitor, or as you guys, as the the immigration department calls us. I'm a, I'm a, a, what you call an alien. Um, teach me about Thanksgiving. What what is what is the do's and don'ts of Thanksgiving? Like for example. What if I don't want to make a turkey and I make a chicken? <laughs> oh, man, I think I'm going to get the, the listeners going with that. I think you're not allowed to even think about a chicken, even as a side dish, even if, even chicken wings. <laughs> well, maybe you can have chicken wings on the side. I don't know. But, yeah, let me know what the do's and don'ts of, of a Thanksgiving, a typical Thanksgiving meal is. And, um, and uh, what are the great uh, dishes that can be made that accompany um, the big bird? Um, and uh, in the in this time, so yeah, thank you for that. Um, still trying to see if my um, if my brothers are gonna join me at the moment. Nothing. Um, looks like they've like left me uh, left me hanging, and uh, we'll we'll see what happens from there. But anyway, so today, um, as we said, we're going through we we're going through Thanksgiving and stuff like that. And I thought I'm gonna share something out of scripture for you guys. Um, and it's something, it's something that we, um, that I only recently realized, you know, I've read, I read the scriptures a few times, especially the gospels and stuff. And, um, I actually ne never, that just shows you sometimes we just read the word and don't actually read the word. Um, so uh, I decided, let me let me share this. It was when I when the person shared this with me, I was like, no, man, you serious? So in in the gospel, um, we know, we know of Jesus praying in the in the garden before he um, before he, he he was led to his crucifixion, before he was uh, going to be led, um, yeah, to his death. But we know that without the death, there wouldn't be the resurrection. So we. Um, we, we, we know Jesus prayed in the garden. And we know he prayed a lot of times. He used to go up into the mountains and pray on his own. Um, and uh, he taught that our Father is definitely one of the ways that we are able to pray. But in chapter 17 of the, the Gospel of John, there is a, this chapter, chapter 17, is, is, um, is where Jesus prays. Jesus prays for for a lot of intentions, but specifically he prays to the Father, he prays for his disciples, and he prays for his, the believers, which is you and me. And there's an actual a whole chapter just on that, and, and I'd like us to go through that this morning um, in understanding this prayer. And it was it happened in in the upper room, so it was before he went to the the Garden of Gethsemane. And um, and it was an uproom. So I'm going to read the chapter. 
um, now. And we probably go, yeah, we've got time to read the chapter. And then when we get back after the break, um, we can dissect it and go through it and just see how we can take this prayer from Jesus for each one of us. So, John chapter 17. When Jesus had said this, he raised his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Give glory to your Son so that your Son may glorify you. Just as you gave him authority over all people, so that he may give eternal life to all you gave him. Now this is eternal life, that they should know you, the only true God, and the one whom you sent, Jesus Christ. I glorified you on earth by accomplishing the work that you gave me to do. Now glorify me, Father, with you, with the glory that I had with you before the world began. I revealed your name to those whom you gave me out of the world. They belong to you, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you gave me is from you, because the words you gave to me I have given to them. And they accepted them, and they truly understood that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for the ones you have given me, because they are yours. And everything of mine is yours, and everything of yours is mine, and I have been glorified in them. And now I will no longer be in the world, but they are in the world, while I am coming to you. Holy Father, keep them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one just as we are. When I was with them, I protected them in your name that you gave me. And I guarded them, and none of them was lost except for the son of destruction, in order that the scripture may be fulfilled. But now I'm coming to you. I speak this in the world so that they may share my joy completely. I gave them your word, and the world hated them, because they do not belong to the world anymore than I belong to the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. Consecrate them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I sent them into the world. And also I consecrate myself for them, so that they may also be consecrated in truth. I pray not only for them, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, so that they may all be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. And I have given them the glory you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me that they may be brought to perfection as one, that the world may know that you sent me and that you loved them even as you have loved me. Father, they are your gift to me. I wish that that were I, where I am, they also may be with me, that they may see my glory that you gave me because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world also does not know you, but I know you, and they know that you sent me. I made known to them your name, and I will make it known, that the love with which you loved me may be in them, and I in them. Amen.
You are listening to the South Africans without the Oaks in South Africa and the only South African in New Jersey um, on the radio station, that is. Good oh, here we go. morning, America. Not so quick, Carlos. Not so quick. The other South African there is on board go. now, halfway through. <laughs> wow, so good to have you this morning, Ivan. How are you doing, my brother? Oh, man, I'm so sorry. You know, we've had some uh, incredible little hurdles. You know, sometimes when the electricity goes off, uh, you've got some issues that come along with it. And sometimes that's what they uh, they call network issues. And uh, so you've got to ride around looking for a signal. So perfect signal. I'm sitting in my vehicle. (laughs) And... uh, Lo and behold, Carlos yeah. gave me a call and say, where are you, dude? So here's the dude. But where are you now, Ivan? Is it sunny? Well, I can tell you it is very hot. I'm in the Cape. Uh, beautiful. It's it's like an overcast day, but it's a very uh, particular heat because you don't realize the sun uh, you know, that comes through the clouds to uh, guys like me who's got no hair on our heads it really burns and burns well and so yes i'm in a place called parklands and uh, it is it is just a beautiful day no rain they said there was going to be some rain but no rain at all and uh, but a very hot day beautiful day south africa is always hot do you know the other day i was speaking to one of my mates who's doing um solar he's one of those clever men um they've designed a pump that it's called a sun pump, and the sun pump works when the sun is on. In other words, when the sun comes up, this little pump starts working. So whether you've got a borehole pump that's pumping water out of a borehole, or whether you've got a swimming pool pump, this thing will work without batteries, without electricity, just the sun. So that's why it's called a sun pump. And he told me an interesting statistic. How many days in South Africa do we have sunny days out of the 365 days a year? Carlos? I'd probably probably say close to 300. 344 days out of 365 days are sunny days in South Africa. Wow. How amazing is that? Jeez, that's a wow! I wasn't too far out, but that's a. I mean, it's basically the whole year. I'm telling you, and that's why. Remember, we used to laugh about it. For two weeks in South Africa, we've got winter, and then we cry about the cold. <laughs> but the rest of the time, we've got beautiful weather, and I mean, three hundred forty-four days. So why do you, now we know days. why you don't need electricity? <laughs> I'm telling. <laughs> so can you imagine, so, you know, one of the things that I can do in the Cape right now is obviously promote these type of things because we've got the best sales and marketing team at the moment called Eskom, the power supplier of South Africa that is not supplying enough power. And so now these type of products just come through and you can actually really, really help a lot of people through. I mean, I can tell you right now, I'm busy putting it into my swimming pool so that I don't have issues with my with my swimming pool. My creepy crawly works the whole day. Uh, at night, it doesn't at all, but it's not chewing any, any, any electricity. So that's, that's beautiful. Wow, oh, fantastic, fantastic. So what have we been talking about, Carlos? So a couple of things Um, today. Today, believe it or not, there's nothing in terms of a meal on the national calendar so what i what i asked uh, the 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 listeners on the on the chat the chat uh, the chat room um is that next week thursday is thanksgiving and just so you know ivan next week thursday we will not be on air because it is thanksgiving um okay so so i decided to put it out to the the listeners about because as as you will know thanksgiving is all about the big turkey and um, so I asked them, we know about the bird and we have to have the bird, but what would be good? Basically, what are the side dishes that you're supposed to have with the bird so that um, 
so that, uh, uh, you know, for a person who's living in the U.S., a new person living in the U.S., that I don't have something on the Thanksgiving table that shouldn't be there. For example, wow. instead of the turkey having a chicken or maybe having a turkey but having chicken wings, maybe that's not uh, that's not allowed. So there has been some comments, actually. Um, some say, uh, Jacqueline says, in addition to turkey and all the fixings, they have Brunswick stew and lasagna. Um, I'm not what Brunswick is. Do you know what Brunswick is, Ivan? So maybe, so maybe Jacqueline can elaborate on what Brunswick is. Um, and then Dr. Torres, without, I knew he would be on here. Him and Maggie would definitely be, 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 be contributing. So Dr. Torres, he, uh, he brought a whole menu. Listen to this. Cornbread dressing, honey, honey or mustard ham, cranberry sauce, Mr. <laughs> Schubert's rolls or similar, candied sweet potatoes or yams, baked mac and cheese, collard greens. Those are a must in any southern household. Now, Ivan, no, that's everything, excluding, in, not even adding, I mean, that's still, too, you still add the turkey to that. Look how much food there is. Then, listen oh, to this, wow. then for dessert, for dessert, pecan pie, or I know sometimes they say pecan, but pecan pie, sweet potato pie, pumpkin pie, rhubarb pie, peach cobbler, Chester. apple crumble, or Dutch-style apple pie carrot cake. Oh, my greatness. Oh, man. How many people can eat out of that? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. You know, for me, for me, um, it's, it's like, um, I don't think, I think I know why it, there's Black Friday now. Because everyone is, <laughs> everyone is still... <laughs> on their backs trying to digest all the food. Oh, that is so funny. Uh, that is so funny. <laughs> I think that's why, you know. Um, so, yes, um, absolutely wow. And then, oh, guess what? Jacqueline responded about what Brunswick stew is. She says it's a sweet potato casserole, giblet gravy, mashed potatoes, stuffing, cranberry relish, sweet corn, green bean casserole, pearl onions. Wow. So it's a, it's a it's a massive um, I think it's a it's quite a big a massive uh, a stew that comes together there, but I see, definitely sweet sweet potato seems to be one of the the main ones um, that I can see, and to be honest, I don't think we've had any sweet potato without turkeys in the four years that we've been here. Well, this will be the fourth year. Wow. Um, Jacqueline says you also then add pumpkin and apple pie. So it looks like pumpkin and apple pie is definitely a big one. And I think it's because of all the pumpkins that are left over from um, from Thanksgiving. I mean, from Halloween, that is. Um, she also adds that Watergate salad, East roll, and deviled eggs. Um, so that's that's more that's more side dishes. Oh uh, yeah, yeah comes Maggie. Yeah, she goes. We always have a turkey and ham. Sometimes we add duck, depending on cost. Cornbread dressing, cranberry sauce, and my mom's homemade heast rolls. Baked mac and cheese, green beans wrapped in bacon or Brussels sprouts with pancetta. Sweet potatoes, corn casserole, a salad of some sort, and have tons of desserts. Yeah, I definitely see tons of desserts. This is brilliant. Um, so I, I definitely see that. Uh, I must actually tell my wife this because definitely we don't have mac and cheese. We do have some vegetables. I mean, I don't see the, I don't remember the beans with uh, bacon and stuff like that. Um, we have normal potatoes, not sweet potatoes. We definitely have corn, um, but maybe not a casserole. Um, I know that the the, the 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 cornbread and the cranberry sauce, all of that, is inside the stuffing of the of the turkey. And you know, Ivan, where they add, they say about adding duck depending on cost, because sometimes depending on the amount of people you have. Um, it depends what turkey you can get. Just so you know, Ivan, our family is getting together for Thanksgiving, and my sister-in-law has bought herself a 22 to 23-pound turkey. No, so man. About a 12-kilo 12 kilo, 12 kilo bird, dude. That's, you know, in South Africa, you can buy 10 chickens in a box, which is about a kilo each. So it's like 10 chickens, 12 chickens, <laughs> one turkey. Um but what I see is, um, I've heard people, some people, the turkeys are so big that they sometimes put a chicken inside the turkey, 
or they even put it back. <laughs> so uh, stop, really, stop really, really amazing. Too much for me. <laughs> but it's wow! It's a crazy, crazy amount of food. I can't believe it. That is huge. Yeah, and then as oh, you can always make a turk duck, a turducken. That's what it is, a turk duckin. That's where you have a duck inside the turkey. There we go. Thank you, Jacqueline, for clarifying. So, so that's one of the things that they have, um, that that they, they, they do. And then the other thing that goes with Thanksgiving is so that you know, Ivan, is uh, um, there's American football. There's usually three games that happen on Thanksgiving, starting I think at one p.m. or two p.m. That's why whenever you watch TV programs about about um, Thanksgiving and stuff, you always see there around oh the super the the rug the, the football the football. But what I've I've found out is the Lions, one of the teams, the Lions always plays, the Dallas Cowboys always plays. My and word. The game is like a luck of the draw. Who gets to play on Thanksgiving? But there's three games, um, so it's pretty cool. Maggie just posted a picture with like a platter oh my goodness um <laughs> no? then she put uh, ivan if you can go into the thing you're, um maggie how many people did you have at your thanksgiving lunch because that is feeding an army um huh, i like paul c the detroit lions will actually win this year Definitely looks like it. I think I saw they're not playing a very strong team this year, so it looks like they might win. I don't know when was the last time they won, Paul. <laughs> so here's the big question. Who boils the turkey carcass and throws in the leftover turkey into a pot for gumbo the next day? Oh, my goodness. You see, you, it's, it's, you start eating on Thursday and you finish on Sunday, it looks like it. Oh, my word. So, um, yeah, so that's... Uh, Last year, we made a trash can turkey, which caused a whole lively discussion in the digital group. Jacqueline, now you're going to have to elaborate on what a trash can turkey is. It's probably making a turkey in a, a trash can. They probably uh, uh, boil oil and they put the turkey in the oil. I think that's what that is. So uh, that's an interesting one. Um, but yeah, gumbo is always the next day. That's what Maggie says. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's a four-day event. It's a four-day event revolving around food, and you got football on Sunday too. So uh, you got enough time. You got enough food for four days, no problem with family and stuff. Yeah, so that's that's what's happening next week. That's what we're talking on the on the Crusade Challenge. So really great. But Ivan, before you joined us, um, I read to the to our listeners. Um, so let's get back to uh, why we get together on a Thursday is to share the Word of God and and share a, 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 you know a passage or two. And I shared about. John 17, John 17, the prayer of Jesus, Ivan. Um, and I know you are, you're you definitely a man of the word, um, and I'm maybe going to catch you off guard here, but John 17, which is the prayer of Jesus before he's taken or before he goes to the Garden of Gethsemane, where he prays in the upper room, he prays to the God the Father, then he prays for his disciples, and then he prays for the believers, you and me and our listeners. Um I mean, do you know this passage and what is your take on it? Um, I'll tell you what, if you can just um, uh, 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 remind me of a few things. But I'll tell you what I do know is that whenever Jesus prayed, there was power. And, 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 and I remember distinctly that part of, of it is, and I'll... Uh, uh, and, this is something special because when Jesus prayed, he actually said, Lord, this is not really for me as such because I know exactly what it's all about. But this is for these people so that they can see and understand what, what, what God is all about. And, and like, <laughs> in other words, he, he wanted people to realize that he was the representative of God in in human form that that god could be glorified through his life to the world and and that they could see and believe it so yeah go on carlos let's see if, if how well, the, holy spirit, the holy spirit is, the holy spirit is definitely guiding you because it's exactly that 
Um, because he talks, you know, he starts saying, um, glory to your son so that your son may, be glorified, may glorify you. Just as you gave him authority over all the people. Yeah. Um, and it says here, oh, and Ivan has just dropped off. Can you believe it? Okay, but let's see if he can come back on. But anyway, let's carry on with what Ivan was saying about him being glorified and, and bringing to know. And that's why it said, now glorify me, Father, with you, with the glory that I had with you before the world began. He also says, I revealed your name to those whom you gave me out of the world. They belonged to you and gave them to me, and they kept your word. Um, <clears throat> so definitely, I do not pray for the world, but for the ones you have given me because they are yours. And everything of mine is yours, and everything of yours is mine, and I have been glorified in them. And I, I think this just proves, you know, where... We, when we pray, you know, to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Um, because Jesus is, is in the Father, and the Father is in the Son. Um, and they are both glorified. And then the Holy Spirit comes and just unites all of them. So it's it's absolutely amazing that, um, you know, that, that he, he talks about being glorified, and that he is in you, he's in the Father, and the Father is in him. And then he goes through a part, a part of the prayer where he's praying for for his disciples, giving them the power and authority, just like our brother Ivan said that Jesus pr prayed with power, absolute power, and and you know he says, "I gave them your word, and the world hated them because they do not belong to the world anymore than I belong to the world." In other words, they belong to me, and and they are no longer in the world. And that's what we are called to do. We, we live in the world, but we're not of the world. I think that's a saying that goes around. And it's 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 in terms of we we're on this earth to protect it, to to live life. But our journey and our goal is to to be in perfect harmony with our lord jesus and to be to get to heaven and be with him and that's why i think it's uh, the one part that says yeah um uh, do not ask the with something about that they are oh, there i in them and you in them that they may be brought to perfection as one and that's what we are called to be that's why we are called to be saints so that we can be perfect because we have to be perfect into enter into heaven because in Revelations it says nothing unholy can enter into heaven. So I heard a thing this weekend saying there are no good people in heaven because good people is not the standard that the Lord has set for heaven. He has set the standard as holy. So there's only holy people in heaven. And that's what you and me are called to be. But now when you hear that, you think, oh, there's no ways I can be perfect. There's no ways I can be holy. Jesus makes us holy. Jesus makes us perfect. His love is unconditional. His mercy is unexplainable almost and, and, and un, you know, uncontainable. Um, it's up to us to believe and to be good people and to to strive to be the best that we can be and to do everything for the will of the Father, just as Jesus did and just as he prayed in this passage, that the will of the Father may be done in each one of us. And that is why we need a time of cleansing and of healing in, in, in terms of, of purgatory, because we need to be made holy, we need to be made clean, we need to be made perfect. Um, we need to to be washed in perfection of the love of Christ. The Lord's love is perfect, and we are perfect because we are made in the image of God. We just have, you know, some dirt on us that needs to be washed off. Unlike what the evil one tells us is that as soon as you've got a little bit, a bit, little bit of dirt on you, there's no way Jesus wants you. You are worthless. You are nothing. 
you are discarded you are you thrown into the trash can that's what the evil one wants us to know and that's not what the lord teaches us although that you know sometimes when people interpret scripture they interpret that god is such an angry angry god and he doesn't want anyone in heaven that's the furthest from the truth he wants everyone in heaven that's why he sent his only son to die and suffer for each of us and our sins for the sins we have committed and for the sins we're still going to commit and jesus would take that punishment over and over again to save you and me what an amazing prayer that is and and that's what it means to be perfect that's what it means to you know we got to try be as perfect as can be we always tell our kids they need to try get good grades and not be naughty boys or girls um in other words we're telling them to be perfect lest we forget that when we were growing up we were we were far from perfect too <laughs> and um and we you know i, I always look at I, I like look at my son and i'm both my sons but my oldest one where grades is definitely more important than it is in grade two because he's in his eighth grade and you know we 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 obviously striving for him to be the best that he can and we're pushing him and making sure he keeps his grades up there and we're really proud that he's been you know he's, he's in the national honors uh, uh junior society but part of staying in that society is is keeping your grades you know at a good a good high level and stuff and often I'll, i tell my wife you know when we when we talk about it, i said you know nat i'm really proud of him and and he's doing absolutely amazing but sometimes i think we need to cut him some slack i said because i definitely was no straight a student i mean i don't even think i was a straight c student i just did enough to pass it wasn't about getting these high grades and stuff like that it was only when i'm when i was in my 11th grade and i got accepted for um for college or, or university as it is in south africa that they said oh we will accept you if you get the these grades for maths and science and obviously pass pass your 12th grade but we need for maths and science we need you we need these grades to be accepted when you come on the first day and that was the biggest wake-up call that i had in my life and i i used the next basically it was four or five months of 11th grade and i went into 12th grade to get my grades up for maths and science not be as lazy or just be accepting of just getting the average mark just making sure i just passed and in south africa so you know 50 is a pass you know um where yeah like getting a b doesn't even look like it's a pass it's like it's or a c is like really low you know um so i was getting 50s which is basically like a d i think a d in the u.s or even a e that's how bad it was but I, I i was blessed and i was able to get my grades up and when i went to first day of college i was able pr to present my my 12th grade marks and i was able to continue with my my engineering degree by doing that but yeah it was a massive massive wake-up call and so i don't want him to go through that and that's why i'm pushing him now because it was panic stations because in um in grade 12 in south africa you get tested on what you learned in grade in grade 11 as well so there was a couple of sections in the in the in the in the, in the program that that I, I didn't really understand and i didn't really care and i had to turn that around because if i didn't get those marks i wouldn't be able to get the high grades because you needed to know everything basically and uh, lo and behold i did a lot of self-study a lot of um tutoring and stuff like that and i was able to get my grades up and i just want him to avoid that so so we push him to be the best that he can but i do do worry sometimes that maybe we push him too hard um but you know what he thrives on it because he he thrives on 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 being recognized and he thrives on you know when we give him that well done champ and you're doing super proud of you and stuff like that he just he just loves that um so um it, it makes me excel so it's we're really happy and proud of that so looks like my brother ivan will not be joining us um i think he just lost connectivity and stuff like that he's got the sun and i don't think the cell phones work with the sun unfortunately <laughs> but yeah let's carry on with this chapter 17 um and i'm just going to go to the last couple of verses um and just look this is where jesus prays for us and um 
Um, I might add a few names as I go along just to, to, to personalize it. Um, <clears throat> where Jesus starts in verse 20, I pray not only for them, and the them is the, for the disciples, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, so that they may all be one as you. Father are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. So if I read that passage again, I pray not only for my disciples, but I also pray for all those listening to the Crusader channel this morning, that they that who, who believe in me through their word, so that they may all be in one, as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. <coughs> and I've given them, and let's put some names to this. I'm just going to look at the first few names that are, that's on the chat room. Um, let me go. And I've given them, Maggie O'Connell, Denise, Kaiser, Jeffy Mann, BD Gear, Dr. Torres, Jacqueline, who else is listening here? Paul C. And anyone else that is listening? Because I give them the glory you gave me so that they may be one as we are one so that we can be one with Jesus. Each one of you are one with Jesus. That's what he prayed for, that you could be one with him. I in them and you in me, that they may be brought to perfection as one. So being one with Jesus, Jesus and through Jesus, we become perfect. That the world may know that you sent me, and that you love them even as you have loved me. God so loved the world that he gave his only son. So God so loved us. Loved us so much that he gave his son. Because he loves his son. And what Jesus says here, because you love me, you love them just as much as you love the son. How amazing is that? If, you know, if we just take a moment to sit back and think, that God loves me just as much as he loves his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Hey, that's absolutely amazing. <laughs> Father, that, that they are your gift to me. So we are a gift to Jesus. We're not a burden. We're a gift to Jesus from the Father. We are gifts to Jesus. Wow. I wish that where I am, they also may be with me. There's Jesus' wish for you and me, that we may be with him always in spirit, in truth, and in heaven when our time on earth comes. That they may see my glory that you gave me because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world also doesn't know you, but I know you, and, and they know that you sent me. So if we know Jesus, we know the Father. You know, people say, what does the Father look like? If you look at the image of the divine mercy of Jesus, where water and blood is gushing forth from his heart, if you want to know the Father, you just know, need to know Jesus. So when you see Jesus in any image, and it's not about worshipping an image in the sense of idol worship, okay? But when you look at that image of divine mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ, you are seeing the Father at the same time. As Jesus says, I made known to them your name, and I will make it known that the love with which you loved me 
may be in them and I in them. Jesus' prayer is that, we, that each and every single day of our lives, every moment of our lives, that he is with us and that his love is with us. Even, even when we turn away and turn our backs on our, on our Lord Jesus Christ himself. Even when we decide to fall into temptation, his love does not diminish. If anything, it grows even stronger. The love that Jesus has for us, there's nothing we can do to earn it, to earn his grace, to earn his mercy. We just have to come with sincere and open hearts to receive his healing, to receive his mercy. Just every time you go read in the in the in the in the scriptures, in the gospels, when he heals people, he heals them of their sin before he heals them physically. Why? Because our souls is what is important for the Lord. Our physical bodies is an is a bonus extra if you need physical healing. But our spiritual bodies, our spiritual souls are what the Lord wants. He wants each and every <clears throat> one of us to be with him in heaven. Because as I read, we are a gift from the Father to the Son. And I don't know about you, when I get a gift, and when I was growing up as a little kid and I look at my kids now, we give them a gift, they want to open it as quickly as possible, and they want to play with it as quickly as possible. Or if it's clothes, they want to put... They want to put it on and show off this clothes that they have. Guess what? Jesus wants to do exactly the same with you and me. He wants to show us to the world because when he shows us to the world, others will believe that he is truly, truly the savior of the world, that he is truly the Messiah through us. So we need to be his, his hands. We need to be his feet. We need to be his mouth. We need to be his eyes. We need to be his heart. We need to show the light of the world. The light of the world is Jesus. We need to show the light of the world to others. We cannot be like the people who get this lamp and hide it under a bush or under your bed or in your closet. We need to bring out the light of the world. The light of the world into the world so that Jesus may be glorified horrified so that Jesus may be honored so that Jesus may save those who reject him that Jesus may save those who don't know him because each person each person and every person is a gift to Jesus from the father that is you and me and everyone else that we may meet many millions and billions of people will never meet we are all gifts to Jesus from the Father. If there's anyone listening today who may be struggling with depression, may be struggling to, to see their, their worth, this passage and this prayer from Jesus for you, to remember that you are a gift to God, that you are a gift to your family, to your friends, and even though the world may reject you, the giver of life, the lover of your soul, the savior of your soul, sees you as an amazing gift given to him by the God, the Father himself. So you are special. You are amazing. You are everything that you need to be. But look to the power of Love, look to the Savior of the world, the lover of our souls. Look to Jesus Christ. And you can see him, pray him. But if you want to have you have him with you or in, in you, the Catholic Church offers one thing that no other church does, and that's the beautiful gift of the Holy Eucharist. Where the real, not the symbol, but the real, body and blood of Jesus Christ transformed from bread and wine through the Holy Spirit through the God the, the, God the Father through the, 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 the sacrifice that the Lord has made and through his resurrection is a personal gift that we can receive each and every single day if we really want it 
but run. No, don't jog, don't walk, run to the Eucharist. Go and get your nourishment. Go and receive the body and blood of your Savior who loves you just as you are, who loves you with all your flaws because he doesn't see those. He sees perfection because once you are with the Lord and you're in the Lord and the Lord is in you, he makes you perfect. Yes, you may may have a disability. You may have, um, you may be overweight, or you may be way too thin, or you may have a skew finger that you broke when you were playing sports, or you don't see clearly and you have to use glasses, or you've lost your hair, um, which the world says you're not perfect, and Jesus looks right past all of that and says you are perfect because I am perfect and you are in me and I am in you your yes just like our ladies yes changes and change the world for what we have now your yes will change your world it's not about the world it's about you and Jesus and with that it's about you and Jesus and taking everyone else that you love and all those people who you don't even know that you want to lead them and help them to know this beautiful love and this beautiful gift that Jesus gives us through his perfection and through his glory and through God the Father. <clears throat> so we thank you so much for joining us this morning. We hope that you are able to, to take something out over this next week, especially as we celebrate Thanksgiving next week. Give thanks to the Lord for all the blessings that you have in your life. Thank him even for your hardships because he let you come through it. So it's been an absolute pleasure to bring you the early morning show this morning from New Jersey and the five-minute call from sunny South Africa with Ivan. The calling telephone number for the Crusaders channel is 844-527-8723. And the stadium chat room is always open for your commentary and your beautiful pictures and your in and uh, of food and all that stuff. Thank you for participating in the discussion today. We really appreciate it. I want to wish all of you a blessed Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening into our show. Thank you for giving us this opportunity to the King Dude and to Maggie. Thank you so much for everything you do for this. And uh, with that, I offer up all the prayers in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I leave you now with the King Dude, my church himself. Goodbye, happy Thanksgiving, and God bless. <laughs>